in the little town of Bethlehem, God is with us. On the old rugged cross, on a hill called Calvary, God is for us. At Pentecost, God is in us. Pentecost is a celebration of God's power. We celebrate the power of our God who desires to empower us and dwell within us. We celebrate a fire of holy passion kindled in the soul. The soul's safety is in its heat. From the day of Pentecost until this very day, may the church and the Spirit of God work with mighty, wonder-working power. Do you have that kind of power within you? It's the power that comes from repenting of our sins and trusting and believing in the name of Jesus and His authority and His power and His might and letting Him change our lives and fill us with God's Spirit. I hope and pray you do. Uh, The early church, as we're seeing here, you can turn with me in the book of Acts chapter 4. We're going through the whole book of Acts this year. Verse by verse by verse, or your Bible, that's about three-fourths of the way through the Bible. A little bit more. Acts chapter 4. The early church, we've seen the past few weeks, they're growing in boldness. They're growing in number. And we want to do the same. Even in the face of opposition, even in the face of persecution, even in the face of suffering. You can't stop them. You cannot shut them down. They are being bold for Jesus, no matter what. And so what I want to do today is I want to read uh, here in Acts chapter 4. If you look at verse, uh, where are we at? 23. Acts chapter 4, 23. So, continuing from last week, we left off. After Peter and John, they got arrested. They got before this high council for preaching Jesus, for sharing Jesus after they healed this lame man, I should say, after Jesus healed uh, the lame man through them. So they just got released from this uh, court date, sort of. And what are they doing after they get out of custody? I'll give you a hint. They're gathering together, they're reading the Bible, and they're praying. Three things that (laughs) still are incredibly relevant today and we need to be about as Christians, as followers of Jesus, gathering together, reading the scriptures, and praying. Today we're going to focus mainly on prayer. Let's take a look. Acts chapter 4, verse 23. We're going to hear their prayer. But when they were released, Peter and John, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted their voices together. Listen to that. Lifted their voices, not just by themselves, but together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of your father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, he's quoting here, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. Quoting the Old Testament. Verse 27, For truly in this city they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, if you remember that with Jesus and his trials, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel. Verse 28, 
to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to be safe, to be comfortable, for the bad guys to go away. No. Grant for your servants to continue to speak your word with all, say it with me, boldness. While you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken. Sign of God working. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and ran away to their homes to hide so they wouldn't be persecuted anymore, right? Oh, sorry. Here we go. Oh, and continue to speak the word of God with boldness. You cannot stop them. You cannot shut them down. If you have a little bulletin, insert, you want to fill in the blank today? Just one fill in the blank. We must lift our voices together. Don't forget about together. Lift our voices together in not only prayer, but also praise. Praising God for who He is. Praising God for what He's done. And we need to pray. Absolutely. Not just rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. We need to actually spend time and meaningful, deliberate, life-changing prayer for us and the people around us. So, it's interesting to me, you know, talking about praying, how often are our prayers, Lord God, please take this pain away. Please heal me of this, which I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for healing, but is this all that our prayers are? Please take away this affliction. Please help this... Difficult situation. Make it better. God, please change my finances. Please change my spouse. Change my kids. Lord God, please change my boss. He's a blankety blank, blank, blank. Please change my work situation. Please change all these things. Change this person. Change the, the President of the United States. Change my political leaders. Lord God, please change, change, change this situation. But Peter and John and the early church... Their prayer is not, God, change my situation or remove this problem. Instead, their prayer is, God, please change me. Not change all that stuff out there. That stuff's going to happen. The world's going to do what the world's going to do. Sin, fallen, world, difficulties, pain, sickness, sorrow. God, we know you're working to bring change to the world through Jesus and his coming kingdom. But in the meantime, change me. Change me to help me through this. Not take away my problems, not remove my problems, but be with me in the midst of my problems while I'm dealing with all these difficulties and darkness. Do you pray that prayer? A lot of folks just pray, Heavenly Father, take away my trials, take away my persecution, take away my suffering, get rid of my tribulation. Lord, Crush my enemies. You know, this person, I don't like what they're doing. Make them stop. Make them hurt like they've hurt me. Or maybe even, God, would you turn the media in my direction? Right? Would, would you help Christians to not be uh, put down like they are everywhere? Maybe pass some laws to make everybody agree with me. God, would you please do that? And that's not going to happen, is it? God, please, please give us a safe place for my family and my possessions. Lord God, please make sure that uncomfortable and bad things don't happen to me. We, kinda, we think those things, don't we? We pray those things. 
But Peter and John, they are not praying any of that. They're praying for boldness. They're not praying for safety or escape or deliverance. They're praying for boldness in the midst of their difficulties. They're not praying for everything out there to change. They're praying for everything in here to change. Because when God changes our heart and our perspective and fills us with His power and His Spirit, we can get through anything. We can get through those difficulties. Peter and John, they're not praying, Lord God, please take me out of this valley of the shadow of death. Take me around it. Take me over it. They're they're praying, God, help me through this. God is with us, even through the valley of the shadow of death, David says in Psalm 23. And so that's what they're praying. They're praying for boldness. They're they're praying for boldness. Do you pray for boldness or do you just pray for things to be better and comfortable and convenient? God, God, they're, they're praying, God, please speak to the hearts of the people who are hurting me. These people, <laughs> and you'll see more in the coming chapters of Acts, they are persecuting the Christians. They are killing, like straight up murdering Christians. And Peter and John are praying, God, would you change their hearts? Would you help them see you? And you'll see Stephen's prayer in a couple of weeks. Powerful, powerful prayer as they're throwing stones at him until he dies. The Lord... Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Kind of like Jesus prayed on the cross. Help them to know you. Help them to see you. Help them to see the light in their darkness. Not just pray for my safety, but I pray for their salvation. Wow. That's a different kind of prayer. I like this quote from this guy. Phillips Brooks. He's a pastor. He's an author from the 1800s. He wrote this little song. You may have heard of it. O Little Town of Bethlehem. Anybody sing that at Christmas time? Phillips Brooks, he wrote this back in the 1800s, and he, he said this, quote, Do not pray for easy lives. Pray to be stronger men and women. Do not pray for tasks equal to your powers. Pray for powers equal to your tasks. I was like, oh, that's good. Sometimes we just pray for safety and God keep us safe, keep us safe, keep us safe. That hedge of protection. I pray for a hedge of protection, whatever that means. I guess we're in a greenery or, or what do they call it? Uh, horticulture, you know. Pray for the hedge of protection. Pray for safety. You know what? Sometimes life isn't safe. Most of the time life isn't safe. And a lot of times, I'm not saying we shouldn't pray for not getting into a car accident, but A lot of times when life is risky, when life is unsafe, that's when God is especially working. During those risky times in our lives. We see that through Peter and John. Life is risk. Don't pray for the risk to go away. Pray for boldness for God to stand up in spite of the persecution around you, in spite of the opposition around you, in spite of the suffering around you. Pray for God to embolden you to speak His name no matter what people might do or say to you or how they might reject you when they're really rejecting Jesus. You ever nervous to share about Jesus? About what He's done in your life? Maybe it's your friends at school or your co-workers or your family. It gets awkward. And you're like, 
they think I'm a dork for following Jesus and they think I'm dumb and I don't, I don't want to hear their rejection. Just know they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting the one who is working through you. And you speak His name with boldness and things will happen in this world. Things will change. God will work through you as He empowers you with His Spirit to be His people in this world, to be His mouthpiece, to be His hand serving in the world. Boldness, boldness, boldness in spite of how they might hurt you. We've talked about this before. Countries around the world facing more persecution than perhaps America will ever see. And you know what these Christians keep doing? Following God. Speaking the name of Jesus. Even when they torture and kill them. Even when they say, we're going to shoot you or cut off your head if you you keep following the teachings of Jesus. Even when they say, we'll disown you. You are no longer a part of our family if you... Surrender your life to Jesus. You know, convert to Christianity. And here in America, we're like, I don't want to say the name Jesus because it's awkward. Imagine living in one of those countries. You'd have to really, 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 really believe what you're saying. Enough that you're willing to die for it. And that's the early church. The first disciples, they saw Jesus with their own two. And they were willing to die for it. And many of them did. Are you willing to, are you and I, willing to pray these bold prayers? Not just safe prayers, bold prayers. So that the lives around us might change, so that our hearts might change. That's how the early Christians prayed. That's how we need to pray today. For God to energize us for His service in the battle ahead. It's a spiritual war out there. We're not just staying safe in our bunkers. God has called us to be soldiers in the Lord's army representing Him. Getting on the battlefield with our one weapon. Sharing about Jesus because He's not a fairy tale. He's not just, oh, be nice kind of philosophy. Jesus is real. And if He's real, that changes everything. And if He's real, there's a judgment coming. And if you want to Be like a firefighter, a policeman one day, saving people, rescuing them from the flames. That's what Christians are. We're on the battlefield, saving people, taking them to the medic Jesus, snatching them out of the, the flames of the second judgment so that they might have life and eternal life in Jesus. We're to be about God's saving work in the world. Not to stay safe in our little Christian huddle. To go out there boldly. 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 It's easy to talk about in here. It's harder to do out there. Will you pray for boldness? Will we pray for boldness? So Peter and John. Get back to them. They're praising God. Thanking God for who He is. For all He's done. They're praying. And they're praying together. And so I just thought, you know, instead of talking about it, maybe we ought to just do it. And so we're going to take some time. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray together because this is so important. And I don't want us to miss this. And this is a a very powerful thing that we do together. Judy, would you bring up the next slide, please? I want to read this verse. Uh, This comes later, a little bit in a few chapters. Acts 6.4. We will devote ourselves to prayer 
and to the ministry of the Word. Together, praying, reading Scripture, growing, serving together, praying, reading Scripture, going out with boldness. That's what we are called to do. And so, uh, to prepare our hearts for some prayer time. And, And maybe you close your eyes during this. I won't throw anything at you, I promise, this time. Maybe... Just close your eyes, prepare your heart um, for some prayer time together with the people around you. I want to read this Psalm 145 as we sort of get in this mindset. I will exalt you, my God and King. I will praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord, and your faithful followers will praise you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom. They will give examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majesty and glory of your reign. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You rule throughout all generations. The Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does. The Lord helps the fallen And lifts those bent beneath their loads. The eyes of all look to you in hope. You give them food as they need it. When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help. And rescues them. The Lord protects all those who love him. But he destroys the wicked. I. I will praise the Lord. And may everything on earth. Bless his holy name. Forever and ever. Amen. Go ahead and uh, show the next slide Judy please. Alright so what we're going to do. We're going to break into groups. Get four or five. Whatever people around you. You might. Isaac or excuse me, Carter and uh, Kai, maybe go back here. Gather together. I'm not just talking. You're supposed to be moving. Let's go. <laughs> so get together, four or five people, maybe around that in a group. Select a, I don't know if you need to select a leader, but maybe somebody to, to spearhead it up. Move around, move around, move around. It's okay to move around. And what, while you're doing that, I'm just going to tell you what we're doing. We're going to pray the Lord's Prayer, so go ahead and get in your groups. You might turn around. You might move towards one another. Yeah, good. You can stand up if you want or sit down. And we're going to go through some things in the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to give you some prompts. And just a couple minutes for each prompt. Here's what we're going to do. Go through the Lord's Prayer. And next slide, please. We want to pray like Jesus. You can pray out loud. Uh, if you're, if you really don't want to pray, we're not going to hurt you and beat you up. Uh, but please respect everybody. Give them, give them time too. Okay, next.
My friend Talon, a pastor in Indiana, did this at Pastors Conference a few weeks ago. I thought it was very valuable. Next, please. So here we go. Our Father. So begin this prayer time going around praising God for who He is and what He's done. Take a couple minutes. You can share a sentence or two, everybody. Go ahead. So important it is for us to pray together. When we pray alone, that's very valuable. When we pray together, something extra special from God happens. Next one, Judy, if you please. Your kingdom come. This is part of Jesus teaching us to pray. Ask God to send Jesus and his kingdom. Ask for his will to be revealed in your family, uh, in your church. Your kingdom come, your will be done here. Go ahead, pray. Give you a few minutes there. Father God, once again, we thank you for the opportunity to share about your kingdom, Father. We thank you for the plan you set forth, uh, all the things that have happened in the past, and the things that will happen in the future to make these things come to pass, and we know they will come to pass. You have spoken to them. Once again, we just thank you, praise you for who you are. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yes. 
help us to be kind. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your Lord, Savior Jesus, that you sent for us and died for us on the cross for our sins. And the time coming, I hope everybody can for their sins and just come to you. This is how Jesus taught us to pray. The next one, please. Give us this day. So you can spend a few minutes presenting your request to God, ask for your forgiveness, ask for forgiveness. Uh, pray for needs. Things that you need. Go ahead. Father God, when we come before you and ask us to open our hearts to those uh, needs around us, we ask that you would uh, watch over us, uh, help us to understand people when uh, they're different from us, that they have issues that we're not aware of, Father, that we hold against them. We ask that you would open our eyes and see that uh, everybody is hurting and has some kind of issue, Father, that needs to, uh, to be taken care of and to possibly need help, and then we'd uh, not overlook that and be able to help them to um, accomplish a need they may have, Father, to help them to uh, um, take care of things that we're, when it's possible for us, Father, we just ask that uh, we would reflect your love through our actions, Father, we just praise you and thank you for opportunities. Lord, I pray that everyone who would stop being and hateful to each other, I just pray that they would all get together and just Lord, I pray for Carter and Kai and all our young people here, that you'd help them in their school, their relationships with other kids, their parents. Help them to follow you even in a world that is so against you. 
I pray that you'd strengthen Kent and Jason too in their work, that you'd help them to be the men uh, you call them to be, all of us, and to do our jobs well and uh, glorify you in that. Pray for my kids that you'd help Mara, Maranatha, Azariah, Ellie, Avon, Gideon to grow every day and most of all know Jesus. Next one here. To pray, lead us not into temptation. Pray for God's protection from evil, from different temptations in your life. Ask for God's help with your struggles. Go ahead. Father God, we come before you. We know that uh, things in this world are tempting, uh, things that take us away from you. We ask that you would uh, make us bolder to uh, follow your plan and stick by you. And, and, uh, Make it easier for us to uh, not slip into the world. Praise you, thank you once again for the guidance you give us. Please lead us in the truth. That's the I think that's the biggest protection. Lord, I just pray for any struggles people have, anxiety, depression, any any struggles people are going with. I just ask you to be with them and guide them and to your name and to your praise. Oh God, there's so many ways in this world uh, that lead us away from you. Temptations we face every day to say things we shouldn't say, do things we didn't shouldn't do, to drive ways we shouldn't drive, <laughs> and to to hurt other people who hurt us. I pray that you would empower us with your strength to overcome those temptations, to be more like Jesus, to not hurt ourselves and the people around us in all the crazy ways the world wants us to follow. Amen. This next one we get from Peter and John. Pray for boldness. No matter what opposition, persecution, suffering you're facing, uh, pray that God will give you boldness this week in some different areas. Father God, I'm coming before you once again. I'm asking that you would uh, guide us uh, to speak your words and give us a mouth that is large and overpowering, Father, that we can speak with boldness. In your truth, uh, speak with kindness, 
non-hurting type words, Father, we pray that we can show your love through our actions, that we would be once again bold for you. And uh, just like Christ died for us in his boldness for um, facing up to a task, it would have been so hard to do, Father. You knew what was coming and you still did it. We just thank you and appreciate the plan you laid out and his sacrifice for us. Give us strength. Push out the fear. Keep us from speaking. Speaking the word. Give us strength. I'll stage and say yes. Lord God, it's so easy to be timid about your name. Even as a pastor. Uh, people, a lot of people don't want to hear it. <laughs> they don't want to get in that conversation. But I pray you'd speak through all of us to not care about what people think of us or say to us or our reputation. It's all about you. Help us to speak your name with boldness to the people around us. To share how you've worked in our life and what, how you, what you can do in their life. How you've changed us now and forever. Those are things we should be proud of. That we should proclaim from the mountaintops. Because you're awesome and powerful. Worthy of all our praise. Jesus, you change everything. And I pray that you would give us courage and strength to honor you by sharing who you are and what you've done with the people around us. Amen. This week. All right, as you're finishing your prayer together, we're going to say the Lord's Prayer if you know it. Our Father, who is in heaven, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not to temptation. Against our sins. And as we forgive our debtors. <laughs> the power and the glory. Uh-huh. Amen. Got a few different versions I'm hearing. I do know it. All right. <laughs> That's in the book of Matthew. You can find your seats. Thank you, everybody. Um, Paul, excuse me, Peter and John, they prayed together. And I hope this isn't the first and last time you pray with other Christians in your life who maybe aren't in your own household, who aren't in your own family. Um, here's what we're going to do.
If we could have a couple of young, handsome guys, Jason, Kent, here we go. Whoa. That's his play. Go pa- pass these around, pass these around. <laughs> okay. These old geezers, here you guys go too. All right. <laughs> go ahead, pass them around. Take some paper, a pen or pencil if you need to. You don't have to write it right now, but on your own time. Uh, or you can write a few thoughts down. Take a ring, and there is a prayer ring, okay? So I've been doing this lately. Uh, it's like for study notes and stuff, as I found it on Amazon. But, hey, you can write anything you want on it. So I've been putting people's names, some situations, but especially their names. And take this, I, I take it in my car when I start the car, you know, because we go in our cars, right? And just pray for them. Not with my eyes closed while I'm driving, you know, but it's a reminder. Keep it somewhere you'll see it. Uh, you can write down the person's name. You can write down a situation. You can write down uh, preferable boldness or anything on your heart. Take a bunch. Take a bunch. We got a ton. Write on the front. You write on the back. And that is a way to take it with you. I know some of you have prayer lists. That's great. Uh, I used to keep a prayer list on my phone, but then people would text me and I'd get distracted by something else. So I need something that is offline that is a little bit more tangible where I can just flip to the next person and see them and not get distracted by the email coming in or whatever. Take that with you. Take some papers. Take a ring and you put... I don't know, you unhook the ring, you put the ring through all the, the holes and you clip it again. Alright? And maybe we'll just put them out on the front table for a few weeks and... Um, Come and take more if you want more to fill those up. And when you spend time in prayer every day or throughout the day, and I encourage you to do that, just flip to the next person. Pray for them. Spend a few minutes praying for that situation, praying for that need in your city, praying for that person, praying for yourself and your situation. Um, But especially for the church. Uh, I've got Troy View Church people on mine. And um, we need to do this together. Be together in this effort. And when you do pray for them, here's what I encourage you to do. You know, you see their name, say a prayer, and then not while you're driving, but after you're done driving. Text them. Call them. Email them. Whatever. And say, hey, I was thinking about you. I just wanted to say, uh, I prayed for you today. Don't tell somebody you pray for them if you're not praying for them, okay? Please don't do that. (laughs) But if you are praying for them, or you did pray for them already, tell them. That's an encouragement to somebody. That you spent time, which is the most valuable resource, out of your day praying for them. If you want to come up here after the service, take some rings, take some papers for people who aren't here today, please do. Take them, take them, and use them. These are to be used. I don't want them sitting in my drawer doing nothing. I want prayers to be said. And lives to change in our hearts and our lives to change as we seek to be the people God called us to be. And maybe um, as you are praying, thinking about this, don't just, don't just text the person. Don't just call the person. Do those things. But also, can we be a church and meet together? Not just on Sunday mornings, but maybe there's somebody you could pray, uh, God, who do you want me to encourage this week? Meet up with them for coffee or lunch, or come to Tim's Tuesday with Pastor Dan. I'll buy you stuff. 
<laughs> I'll buy you whatever you want. And uh, <laughs> keep me company. Huh? By at Tim's, right? Nothing else. By at Tim's. Oh, whatever you... Okay, so you want a taco at Agave and Rye. We'll do... We'll do Taco Tuesday, maybe. I'll buy you whatever you would like on the Tim Hortons menu within reason. Is that clarifying? Okay, thank you. Not a new car, Chris. A new car! Sure, sure. No. And, and meet up with people, have lunch with them, something, or just hang out together for a little bit. I know we all got schedules, but we need to pray. And don't finish your time when you see one another in the store. When you bump into one another at the coffee shop or, or you see uh, you meet up for lunch, don't neglect some prayer time together. Who cares what other people think? The Bob Evans waitress, she can wait. She'll be fine. Uh, we can show people that we are people of prayer. When we meet together, Peter and John, they didn't just pray separate, which is important too, but they prayed together. So pray together. Pray to. Together, pray bold prayers, praise God, and do it together as a church. This world, don't get me started, <laughs> how lonely and uh, anxiety-filled and frustrating and depressing and difficult this life is. But to get together and pray, because we know that this life is not the end. Because we know that there is hope beyond our current difficult situation. Prayer might not always change the situation. We can pray that. But prayer does change us in our hearts, in our perspective. And pray for God to fill us with His power and His spirit and boldness. To be who He called us to be, doing what He called us to do. Can we do that? Yes, I'll take one. Yeah, let's do this. Maybe. Let's just just spend a few seconds, a minute clapping. Can we... Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We praise you. We praise you for what you did. We praise you for who you are. We praise you for what you promised you will do. We can get excited in church. Did you know that? Yes. Some of you sing your songs like this. And that's okay. I know everybody's different, but you can clap on other songs besides Day of Elijah and uh, get excited in your hearts, if not outwardly so. I understand. All right. We're going to sing our last song together. And as uh, the man's coming up, I just want to close by reading Ephesians chapter 6.18. Ephesians chapter 6.18 says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. How many times? Every. How many occasions? Every occasion, all times. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Prayer is something in the Christian life that's easy to neglect. Because a lot of people don't know how much you pray or, or, or it's easy to get busy with other stuff. Don't neglect the power of prayer in your life and together. So let's do this. Really, really do this as a church. Ask God to empower us so we can be bold and so that other people can be saved by our boldness. That's what Peter and John were praying that people would be added. And they were thousands and thousands and thousands. We're seeing this early church take off. And we'll see it more in the coming weeks. I hope you join us right back here every Sunday as we go through the book of Acts. So let's stand right now and praise our Savior together.
and frustrating and painful and sin-sick and with disease and death and uh, hurt all around us. We need You. That's why we desperately need Your Son, Jesus. And I pray that You would lead us to that cross where He changed everything. He took on Your wrath for sin. He substituted Himself in our place to give us forgiveness and life and take on our death and our sin sickness on Himself. Thank You, thank You, thank You for Jesus. Thank You how He changes our lives and our eternities. Jesus, You change everything and we are forever grateful. Help us as we go from this building to go with boldness, to go with courage, to go with Your Spirit. Fill us with Your Spirit, Lord. To represent You well in a world that desperately needs You. And to share with boldness who you are and how you can change the people's lives and eternities around us. Troy View Church, we thank God most of all for who? Jesus. His powerful name, we pray.